Hey Roaches, I'm Todd Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week for the show, I take a guest secondhand shopping. After we gather a thrift haul, we record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. edition of thrifty podcast it's me again everyone it's toddy it's your host this evening i am joined by josh lcl josh last call larkin to my left best co-host in the world how are you doing today josh i'm doing well i like that the lcl held over from my taco bell order well, the Taco Bell order that you did put in, it sounded like that you gave them a wrestler's name. I was just trying to save on letters because when you type it in, because they have the board where you just like go up and you punch it in rather than wait in line. And nobody was there to like wait on us, so you sure. had to do it. And Josh is four letters. And if I just type in LC, I would still know who he's talking about, even if there's another L there. Right. They're not going to have LC, but if I type in Joe, J-O, the same amount of letters, there could be another Josh or another Joe okay. who has okay. the exact same intentions to shorten it or is just typing in their full name. So you really put some thought behind it. Not a lot of thought, but like a lot of, th- like not a whole like length of th- thought, but a lot of thought in a very short amount of time. That sounds a lot like how we prepared for this night's episode. It's pretty much my MO, like... <laughs> As much as I can possibly think about it in as short as amount of time, because I got other shit to worry about. I need yeah. to move on. Welcome to Spooky Season, everybody. Episode one of Spooky Season. If you're new to Thrifty Podcasts, all October episodes are haunted. So we do haunted stuff the whole month long. That means different segments, returning segments. Uh, we're actually recording uh, an episode right now as we're recording the podcast episode we're recording a video of it so for the first time ever you'll see josh and i recording and what our setup looks like it's the spookiest thing we could imagine is to videotape ourselves you haven't done a spooky voice though which is always the oh i had spooky voices (laughs) i had spooky voices i don't mean the ones in your head i mean the audible ones where you go ooh. That's the official start of spooky season. Okay, well then let's start it off because I'll go through some news and notes before this shit kicks off. Oh, Thrifty is on iTunes! Subscribe on iTunes! Five stars! What the fuck? Is that good? (laughs) Too much swearing. Too much swearing. Uh, So five stars. Give us five bangers on iTunes. Look up Thrifty. Please smack those five because that's how we get those sponsors. So if you haven't had the opportunity or the time to give us a five-star rating on there, please do. 
Okay, is it spooky season? Yeah, it's officially spooky season now. Cool. So this week, just like every other episode, we have a thrift haul. The second act of the show this week is a returning segment, Thrift Tales, where we have tales from the thrift. And since it's spooky season, they're all haunted. So each episode in October, the second act will tell you about a haunted thrift store or maybe a haunted object from a thrift store or maybe just some dangerous cases in the thrift stores. So a bunch of things that are happening in thrift stores. And these are all new, all fresh. We've gone over a couple. All new, baby. We've had demons. We've had murders. We've had missing persons, probably, I think it's not. Oh, yeah, we had those. Yeah. Yeah, so this is even spookier. Um, And we also, on social media this week, at Thrifty Podcast on Instagram, we wanted you to build your own haunted house. So if you haven't done this so far, at Thrifty Podcast on Instagram, go to it, and you will see Build Your Own Haunted House come up. And uh, you're welcome to pick more than one of the same item. But we got about 10 to a dozen items on there, and they are have, they have a set price, and you could only spend $30, and those set prices are uh, wh- how much everything is. So we have a Ouija board for 5 bucks, coffin for 12 seance candles for 5 old clock, old clock down a buck from last year. So it's only $8 this year. It's a sale price clock. Sale price clock. This year we're introducing bats for six bucks. That's a new one. That's a sly play. I'm big on bats this year. A jar of eyeballs, six bucks. A Baphomet statue, ten dollars. That's brand new and requested. So that one's hot off the presses. Um, cobwebs, two bucks. Uh, that's a buck down from last year too. So cobwebs for two dollars. Meat cleaver for four. Bad taxidermy for five bucks. Crystal ball for five bucks. So build your own haunted house. You have 30 bucks. And right now we're going to read just a couple of uh, uh, submissions that we have in here off of Instagram. So if this is you, thank you. Uh, first one, Desolate Brat. At Desolate Brat says, 15 cobwebs, please. See, I... 15 whole cobwebs. Because remember, you can get... You could just fill up the place. With one haunted object as you want in your haunted house. I thought a room full of bats is a solid play, but I hadn't thought cobwebs. Probably because You're spiders... You're going to get all cocooned up. I mean, yeah. Is that the object of the game is cocoon yourself If somebody up. has to place them in there, they ain't getting out. They are spider food. At six pieces of bacon, also double down on the Baphomet statue. Baphomet statue and five seance candles. So that's just a straight up altar. That is a room strictly to scare Christians. Well, a lot of people will walk into that room and think it is cool. And a lot of people will run out and pray. Well, at C- Six Pieces of Bacon, uh, one uh, old friend of ours, Dustin. Dustin been following the show since pretty much the beginning. So shout out Dustin. Dustin strikes me as the individual to Big scare. Big D, Dustin. Scaring Christians. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you go on at Thrifty Podcast on Instagram... You yourself could build your own haunted house with 30 bucks, and we'll read a couple of them uh, right on the show. But let's get into the nitty-gritty. So this is the first spooky haul of spooky season. The first piece. It's a sentimental piece. 
So uh, DJ Lil from WPTS Radio. I went on DJ Lil's show like two to three times this summer. It's in the catalog of Thrifty. And you could listen to both of us there. But DJ Lil and I went on a photo shoot and wanted to donate something for spooky season. So the first item of the thrift haul is actually uh, two. Uh, it's a secondhand secondhand because DJ Lil got it. And then D- DJ Lil gave it to me. We're looking at JFK's dead car. Just like the shooters, there's more than one thrifter. And so DJ Lil found a framed picture of JFK, the, the car that he was assassinated in. Now, the car is currently in Dearborn, Michigan, and it's in a Dearborn, Michigan museum. I was going to say, it's got to be like behind like a velvet rope. Yeah, it's behind a velvet rope and a couple of American flags, that's for sure. So the first object we have is JFK's car from the Dearborn, Michigan Museum, just a picture of it. And uh, in the picture itself is an old picture of the car. And it was a stretched 1961 Lincoln Continental. And it would cost about $1.5 million uh, if you were to compare it to uh, today's prices. Today's car money. And uh, it featured a hydraulic rear seat that could be raised 10 and a half inches so the president and the first lady could wave out of it. They should have worried about lowering it so they could <laughs> duck in it. And the code name, and this is the government code name for it, they called it the X100. That's so the that was stupidest code name for a car. So that was JFK's car. You could have called it like the blue, you know, like the blue angel or the blue coffin or like whatever. But this picture may look unfamiliar because the top is up. Yes. And that's not how he died. No, because the top. Well, I, I could continue on with that. And, I, and the picture has the top up. It's a fully enclosed vehicle. And when I was looking up some information on the vehicle itself... In quote, it had said, the government was too thrifty to let the car go. And so it actually was retired 13 whole years after the assassination. What does it mean, too thrifty to let it go? What was it doing for 13 years? Who else was it protecting? It was the president's car still. So what they did is they took it back into the body shop. I mean, obviously got the blood and bullet holes out. Scrubbed out the back seat. But they added uh, they added a roof to it because obviously, come on. Um, but it, it they, they decked it all out. They uh, put even more hydraulics in it. And it was the president's car. It was retired in 1977. So it lived to see Johnson, Nixon, and Ford. And it was all of their cars. Should have killed Nixon. Nixon's the one to kill. <laughs> that was the one out of the four I mean, horsemen like, there? If you're going to, you know, get rid of somebody in there, you know, it's FMK with those presidents. Nixon's got to be the one that goes. So JFK's X100 framed by DJ Lil, third-handed to Thrifty Podcast for Spooky Season. And that reminded me of uh, something we probably went over maybe a year ago, a little more, but I thought I'd bring it back in. I mean, there's a JFK statue in the room where we're recording on the mantle. So it's a, big a very Kennedy heavy, like, yeah. you love it. Like, 
of all the things that I know that you like, it's like wrestling, the, the president's assassination, and Kennedy. Yeah, and so um, what I'm looking at here is the second piece of the thrift haul is actually a circular puzzle of JFK and the first lady getting off uh, Air Force One. And so this is when they landed in Dallas. So this is JFK getting off Air Force One, getting off the plane, shaking hands, kissing babies, all of that. So from this puzzle, the, the photograph that's, that this puzzle is, is made out of, he then got into this car, the X100, and this was his final days. His final moments, I should say, not final days. His final days were this whole week. But his final moments, now I have two final moment JFK moments. All you need is a picture of his ambulance and a picture of his coffin, and you'll have all his modes complete, like from Dallas to death. So I just need the the last, it's like a Pokemon evolution. Yeah, you need. (laughs) I need the final stage of the JFK. You need the rarest one, which is like the coffin, like the morgue, like, you know, as he's wheeled out. Mm -hmm. That and then, you know, like, you know, leading up to it in the ambulance on the way. That could be a good puzzle piece, too. Maybe we'll save that for the next episode. Maybe that's the next find we find I, out I was going to say, a JFK ambulance is a horrible puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> you really want to Well, that's where I would be in the thrift store, probably, <laughs> yeah. for goofs and weirdos like me. Uh, next up, speaking of goofs and weirdos, uh, the next part of the thrift haul is probably uh, a, a favorite find of mine in quite some time, and reason being is... It was a uh, series that we've talked about on the show a lot of times before. Um, I watched the show. I read the book, so it was very close to me. So what we're looking at right now is a Goosebumps. No ordinary human being snapback black cat. See, I don't remember this story specifically. I think this might have been maybe an era where I was out of Goosebumps. Yeah. But... Being the avid Goosebumps reader that I was for like the first seventy-five yeah. novels, I'm gonna guess somebody turns into a bee in this story. Yeah, um, yeah, we could even go over the story. So the hat is, yeah, just a it's a black snapback, and in Goosebump letters, it says Goosebumps in red. You have uh, the bee child right above Goosebumps, and then it says No Ordinary Human Being right on the front of it if you want to take a close look. And um, a hat like this you could get probably about 30 40 bucks for. And <laughs> the book... Oh, it's definitely a human, like, Jerry Seinfeld face on the bee. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's like a child Jerry Seinfeld right on the bee, <laughs> right on the hat. Oh, what a disappointing childhood to look like Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> and what this, what the hat was... Well, what the, the hat, the, the episode from the hat... It was, uh, well, the episode and the book, it's Why I'm Afraid of Bees. And that was, uh, that was the book's title. And it came out of, in March of 1994. Obviously, that was written by uh, R.L. Stein and Tim Jacobus. See, that was peak, like, goosebump time for me. I guess, like, even then I was like, that's a... Oh, that's a weird concept. <laughs> I don't want to... Wa- yeah, you're turned into a bee, like deal with it well uh the concept of the the novel is quite bizarre it kind of reads like the butterfly effect 
uh, the film only for like children, only for like little babies, because um, there's a lot of. Uh, so w- what basically happens in the story is uh, the main character Gary, um, Gary Lutz, um, he gets picked on by pretty much every single kid that he meets. And um, his neighbor, and this will become more important later, is an older guy with bees. And that guy has even started to make fun of him. Um, in the first couple of chapters <laughs> of the book... <laughs> you know it's bad when an apiarist picks on you. Uh, the first couple chapters of the book, Gary plays softball with uh, the bullies that he, the, his, he has no friends. They're all bullies. So he either like plays with the kids who all bully him or just does nothing like does everything alone so he plays with the bullies they play softball and once again he embarrasses himself in front of the bullies and he just wants to then leave his body he doesn't want to live in the core of his body any longer he's on the internet in 1994 and he comes across a ad for a place that allows you to switch bodies. Your consciousness travels from your body to somebody else's and their consciousness to your body. Was so, this the fly but with the internet and a bee? Uh yeah, so it was it was basically <laughs> like that. So what happens in in the novel is then of course uh, he goes and does that and he's going to switch with this dude named Dirk Davis, right? So Dirk Davis. <laughs> Why is Dirk in this business? Um. So this kid Dirk Davis. And My he, favorite thing is that you're doing this story without notes, and like everything yeah. you do. Has I have notes. notes. I have notes like, right here, but I'm not looking at them. I know this shit about Dirk Davis. Yeah, it's like I know Dirk. Like, yeah, I have notes in case I don't. But so, um, so what happens is, is when Dirk Davis. And your boy, they're switching consciousness in these machines. Gary a, Lutz. A Gary Lutz. A bee uh, gets in the way. Since the neighbors had bees, a bee followed him, basically. And a bee gets in the way when his consciousness is traveling. So his consciousness is put into the bee. The bee's consciousness is put into Dirk. And then Dirk's consciousness is put into him. Does anybody know that, like, does anybody notice that Dirk is now a bee? Or people are just like, oh, that's Dirk. Yeah, there's a lot of controversy as far as what's going on with that character. But, um, so, Dirk being in, um, uh, the con- like, his consciousness is, is a lot different than um, your boy's consciousness. So, anyway, your boy is now a bee. So what he has to do is basically he needs to, like, tell them, like, I'm the bee. Like, please, like, help me. Like, get me back to where I was. Let's do the switch again, but with another, yeah, with and, a bee. I only have, like, ten days because I'm a bee. And um, I, I did write this down because I, I did some research on this a little bit, too. And the thing that made me laugh the most is, in quotes, this is what uh, one of the synopsis is that because I was making sure I knew all my facts – and it says Gary goes to his computer and types out a message warning his family that he is a bee. 
and I just imagine like a bee, like I'm a bee, I'm your son, I'm your son, I'm a bee. You couldn't even like do shift and like hit the asterisk, like you just gotta like type in caps, like warning, I am a bee. He goes to the computer and types out a message warning his family that he is a bee. Thank God that computers were there in 94. Otherwise, this kid is a bee for another couple years. How is he going to communicate with it without the the computer? So uh, long story short, he regrets the whole deal, much like the butterfly effect. He regrets the whole deal, and he's like, look, my life was terrible. I was bullied all the time, but I'd rather be bullied than be a bee. And then... Yeah, that's what happens. He gets his shit back. He's in his regular body, and he goes back into his body, and he's like, this is better than being a bee. He's still a shitty person. He's just got a shittier frame of perspective on it now because he's like, oh, I'm not a bee. You know, like, I'm a human again. Like, But he was already a human before, so, like, yeah, he really didn't go through all that much trauma. He, like, lost a day or two. Well, I think it's just, like, introducing... Uh, introducing depression to kids like yeah you think you have it bad well everything there is no bottom i mean like if you think that you're at your bottom you get turned into a bee and then you'd love to get back to where you were before at least when seinfeld was a bee a woman fell in love with him well, that's yeah, that is true. But I guess that yeah, there's I mean, they're children. So this kid's no like, oh, I'm going to die as a bee virgin. This is awful. So he's now a human again and his family's very happy with everything. So uh, the next the the next item in our spooky thrift haul for this week. And you had some ideas as to what it could be if you want to grab it off the table here. Uh, this thrift find is disgusting um the reason why it's disgusting is because it's an old rubber mask and it looks like a demon it has boils on its head it has sharp teeth it has a a big a word nose and it's gray but the gray is just caked on and peeling off so it's a cracked so just pick picture a fleshy mask it's just peach and gray and cracked with huge ears, giant teeth, and a giant nose. It's a, uh, it's like an orc mask. Orc mask, okay. Yeah, or uh, what I initially thought when I first saw it, uh, you know that Netflix Will Smith movie, Bright? Yeah. The, uh, the okay, orc yeah. People, That's a sick movie, by the way. Uh, I kept falling asleep every time I tried to watch it, so I've only seen like 45 minutes repeatedly yeah. of it. Yeah, it's pretty but, sick. Uh, I thought it was one of those orcs because it's got like the pointy ears and the sharp teeth and Here, like the splotchy I'm gonna, skin. I'm gonna see it. Um, I had it on today. I, gonna, I was gonna say I thought you were gonna put it on. I am gonna put it on. Here, um, here, hold my mic one sec. Okay. Okay. I know you. Okay, that fits much better than I thought it would. I okay. thought you were gonna get stuck. So, all right. So I have the mask on. And it smells no better than it smelled uh, this morning. And I think what I'm going to do here is I'm going to try to put my glasses. You got to put it in your ear hole right here. On. Okay. Get in so there. So I have the mask on. Is, is my ear, is my glasses straight? You look like the, like the smart gremlin in Gremlins too. Hey, smart <laughs> gremlin in the house. Smart gremlin in the uh, house. Yeah, it's really like up close. I don't know if you know the the camera picks it up, but yeah. 
it's really like the way your eyeballs come out of the, the mask at me sideways is really unnerving. Yeah, and um, with this inside, it smells like if uh, like if newspaper got wet and then mixed with hot sausage, like it, and it made like a mush. That's what it smells like in here. Just to let you know. Wet newspaper, hot sausage? That's like uh, like the rainy Sunday morning yeah. when the paper is like coming off the porch, but breakfast is still cooking. Okay, so here, hold my glasses. I'm going right. to take it off now. Yeah, please. Okay. That was a really good Pantene shakeout. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. So I'm without the mask, and um, so that was uh, the first mask of the year, putting that on. But, uh, yeah, it could be, like, an orc mask. Um, I was trying to look at some, like, labeling inside, but there's really none. Um, I, While you were in there? Not when I was in there. <laughs> <laughs> While I was in there, I was licking around to see what year it tasted like. Glancing around. I, was, uh, I wanted to see if I could date the newspaper smell. I was looking for, um, like, any form of any identification, so I was just typing in Google, like, Demon mask, demon with teeth. I did mask. the same thing. I was like orc mask, bright mask. Yeah, and I uh, came across some that look kind of similar from the late '80s. So I'm not saying that this is for sure late '80s, but I will say this like burning guy, this burning man, maybe, or this demon or orc. It it's looks orc. a lot like him. It looks a lot like the ones in there. Um, but uh, so that was uh, the thrift haul for this week. We had uh, the JFK photograph the of the X100. <laughs> the death car, yeah. The death car. Um, then we saw a JFK circular puzzle of him getting off Air Force One in Dallas. We talked a little bit about Goosebumps with a cool snapback hat. We also had the orc mask um, before we get to commercial break, I did want to announce the reason why one of those shirts are hanging up there. We're having a, a little thrifty giveaway, Josh. A little giveaway. Yeah, so uh, for the longtime roaches in the universe, we'll have known that we've had our green shirts available from the best people we're in the world, almost, Commonwealth Press. Yeah, we're almost sold out of them. Yeah, I wonder what the second run could be. Yeah, I'm still figuring it out. I might do the same one, might do something different. But, uh, yeah, our T-shirts, you can actually buy them on my website, which I have and never plug, toddytondera.com. I always forget that I have to do that because that's the only way people that's buy my art. That's the way the art and the shirts are there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, we do have some Get Roach T-shirts left there, and as Josh mentioned, by Commonwealth Press. We are giving away a brick body bleach of the get roach t-shirt so it's lime green and it has bleach all over it it's like a bleach tie-dye size large yeah and it's like come out white and there are small little specks of blue in the bleach that have come through and it's very very dope the get roach that layla designed really i think pops it pops out the front with the shoe as well so, yeah, if you want to get a Brick Body Bleach at Brick Body Kids, but if you want to enter yourself into the giveaway for this T-shirt tomorrow, meaning the day after Sunday, the day after this episode goes up, go to at Thrifty Podcast on Instagram, and on there will be some giveaway details. Click on the picture of the Get Roached Bleach tie-dye shirt, 
and there'll be some directions as to how you could enter, but we will then be giving it away the next week in honor of spooky season. Yeah, and if you want uh, one of these shirts and you don't win the giveaway, there's probably still a way to hook that up if you want to buy one and then, you know. We have a handful of shirts. Yeah. yeah, we have a handful of shirts left if you want to do your own T-shirt. Yeah, go to toddytondera.com. But um, so during this commercial break that's coming up, you're going to hear uh, a couple of new segments in there, too. Uh, but when we come back... Your as forehead is just squeaky. Yeah, my forehead is just squeaky. I'm trying to put the mask back on the head. Or, the, yeah, I'm putting the mask back on the styrofoam head that it's it, it, Yeah, it's the head back onto the head. But when we come back, we're digging up the old, old, old OG stuff, and we're doing some haunted thrift tales. Stay tuned. I have never had direct contact with bees before. Look at you! There are bees eating out of your hand. <laughs> Look at you. This is the most beautiful sight I've ever seen. Watching those bees eat out of the palm of my hand was absolutely breathtaking. What's up, Thrifty Podcast listeners? It's Brick Body Shane coming at you with a new segment we like to call the Brick Body Kids Item of the Week. Brick Body Kids. Catch us on Instagram at Brick Body Kids or the Thrifty Podcast gift shop. Anything you ever hear on the Thrifty Podcast can be bought over on our Instagram. For our item of the week this week, we have a 1977 DC Comics Wonder Woman little cloth briefcase notebook holder type deal. It's mustard. It's brown. It's got Wonder Woman holding an electric lasso for all you rope fans. If you want to buy this, hit us up in our DMs at Brickbody Kids, and maybe, maybe, most likely... We'll toss you a little freebie. We'll toss you something fun. We'll put something in your briefcase so you can carry something around. Hope you're enjoying this episode. Hope you enjoy the rest of it. I'll catch you all next week on another BBK item of the week. This is Brick Body Shane signing out. Welcome back from commercial break. Welcome back to spooky season with Thrifty Podcast. And before we get into our second act here, Josh... Since we have the lights up right now, because we're doing a video of it, what are you up to as far as your cut on your ankle-wise? A live update of the the cut that's been festering on your God-given ankle. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's healed for the most part. Okay, okay. But if you see that, uh, it's no longer visibly open. Yeah, there is. Uh, Yeah, there's some, like, white stuff still. That's just dried skin. Okay. it's totally closed. If you want to poke it, no, you're more I than mean, welcome to. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never get this yeah, shot. Yeah, get the poke at it. Okay, so it's like kind of shaped like an upside down like Nike swoosh, which yeah. is kind of cool. It really is, and uh, it definitely should have had stitches. It was all the way up to here, but well, that we bit know closed that up nicely. Sure. So, yeah, this so, is not bad. Yeah, we need to do more uh, 
We need to d- do more fires back there. Yeah, now that we've uh, got it cleared out and we know where we can get lumber. Yeah, yeah, well, that's a that's a good idea too. Um, so that's good that your cuts be been healing up. So we're going to jump into uh, something we haven't done in a long time, and I'm super excited for it. That's right, thrift tales. Thrift, thrift, thrift. Thrift, thrift, thrift tales. Haunted. And for new listeners to the show, thrift tales are merely tales from the thrift. Uh, People have sent in stories before. We've had our own stories. Um, I find stories on the internet, all over the Google.coms, all over that kind of stuff. But this month we're doing all spooky stories. That's haunted towns, correct? Haunted towns. So this haunted thrift tale... A North Carolina thrift store has earned a thousand bucks off a hand-carved bedroom suite that just may be haunted. Ooh! So this comes from uh, Sa- Salisbury, North Carolina, in Rowan County for the Habitat for Humanity Resto- uh, Restore, and um, this is one of the first big ones that popped up on the Halloween spooky radar for this month for me. When I typed in, because again, um, there's been a year gap in between these stories. So when I typed in, like, what's going on? Haunted thrift stores, haunted objects. Give me that fresh stuff, yeah. This was all four of the first entry on Google. So all four of the top four searches came up. So this this haunted bedroom suite was only $1,000 and it's haunted? Like, that's mm-hmm. not a bad price for any bedroom suite, like, unless it's really tacky for a thousand bucks and so what the sign read it said a thousand dollars two-piece bedroom suite oh, only two pieces yeah queen canopy bed and a high boy chest of drawers hand carved in the 1950s with a note josh it had a note on it and the note says previous owner reports that the high boy is haunted <laughs> I was going to say, I feel feel very seen right now. (laughs) I had the high boy. I was going to say, like, if any item is haunted, like a chest Mm -hmm. is very, especially any chest large enough to fit a body, because, like, you can get murdered in a bed, sure, but, like, you're not going to, like, you know, your spirit's not going to stay. But, like, if you're murdered and then thrown in a trunk in, like, a very violent way, you might become attached to you the, might stick you, st- you might stick around the high boy you yeah, know might, really <laughs> might hold your heart <laughs> the high boy is haunted and uh, it also continued on the note said he reports continuous nightmares for he and his wife while they were in the same room he also reports that the dogs would not start barking at it see uh, yeah the second i have one bad dream like we've talked about this before if you buy something new and you bring it around your bed yeah and you have a bad dream the night that you do that you have to get rid of whatever that is because you know what you just introduced to the room was that piece you brought some bad juju in there in some way shape or form and you've got to get rid of it so uh the store's director of operations elizabeth brady says if it was up to her and she came across something like that. 
she wouldn't buy it, but as a uh, it's a Christian uh, housing ministry is what the Habitat for Humanity is, the, the ReStore. And she said as a Christian, she felt the need that she needed to write that on that because she's like, if, if, if I went to a thrift store and I bought something haunted, like you're saying, like, you know, I'd want to know. So she's like, the owner said it's haunted. So I'm literally going to write what he said down and then just let people think what they want. She never was like, rather than write the note, I'll just go upstairs and grab a preacher and have him be like, you know. (laughs) You mean like to bless it, to get rid of it. Yeah, you know, like just sprinkle some water on it and fix the problem, you know, like spirits be gone or whatever shit they shout, you know, like you can get rid of it. So, question for you, Josh. So, you you come home from a day's work, and the person you live with is like, hey, I picked up a high boy, it might be haunted, and a canopy bed. What are your, What's the conversation looking like for you? Like, would you be happy? Would you be angry at uh, the haunted high boy? First thing question is like, is the bed already put together or like, is that some shit that we have to do? Which is way more important than ghosts. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> the ghosts, like maybe they're going to come around, but like the bed is like pertinent because like I got to get another bed out of there and move a mattress and put stuff together. If that hasn't been done, you're talking like two hours of work. Yeah. And I, I always go like, geez, I don't, we don't really shop a lot of like firsthand or anything like that. But like you, if I ever need something real quick and I go to Target, I swear to God, I want that display model. It's like, man, I swear to God, I want that display I model. I'm going to put this together, and they're like, we can put it together for you for $72. And you're like, it's 65 uh, well, Yeah. It's like, I'm like nickeling and diming. Like, do I have that in my... Because, yeah, because it's like, oh, yeah, you could buy the shelf for thirty nine ninety nine. Or for like fifty, sixty dollars, like Mike a- S and Mike M will put it together for you. Take it to like, the back and like go shop our groceries, and somebody will put it together, and you can just swing around. Yeah, but like, I don't want to get into that. So yeah, I, so I, it would be, it wouldn't be really up to the the haunted or not haunted. Like, hey, do you need help carrying it in? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and like. You and I, I, I've been through the ghost thing. Like, I believe in some kinds of ghosts. Sure. Like, I believe in, like, evil ghosts. I don't believe in, like, just hanging <laughs> about ghosts. Like, I don't think there's, like... Ghosts a, on a mission. Yeah, you know, like, I don't think there's, like, a whole lot of... I think there's some ghosts, maybe, that, like, ooh, I gotta, like, you know, just do some shit. But, like, yeah. you know, I think there's a lot more evil ghosts. Uh, but if the the chest is haunted, you gotta sleep with it for one night. Mm-hmm. And like that's when you figure it out. You put the bed together if you got to do that, and then you sleep in there. And if the if the chest had a note, the bed didn't have a note. So if you had about a bad dream, the chest has to go immediately. <laughs> that's what's gone first. Yeah, the chest is what you get rid of, and like put it outside, see if the dreams continue, and then move <laughs> on from there. Put it outside, see if the dreams. My, that's what my therapist tells me usually. Yeah, you know, put like, it outside, see if the dreams can. can like have you coming. just tried like putting depression aside and being happy for a day and seeing how it goes? Uh, I, I guess not. Not as of yet. Yeah, but the chest I, comes back inside. Yeah, all, chest all the time. Once you let the chest in, it's like the Baba Duck. Once you let the chest in, the chest is just in there. And the chest is now attached to my back and talks for me. 
But um, so I was thinking if the reason why I asked you that, because I was thinking like a similar situation. If I was living here and somebody I was living with, it was just like, hey, heads up, haunted stuff. I think it would give me something to do um, <laughs> in a way. Like, I'd be like, yeah, put it in my room. Let's see how many more nightmares I could have. I would love to meet those. Finally, a reason to be up at 4.30 yeah. <laughs> in the morning on a Tuesday. Yeah, like, you know, it justifies behavior, you know. Like, if you're like, why are you up? Like, oh, I'm waiting for the ghost. Like, yeah. You know, you can get around that. But So now it's like 4 a.m., why are you up? Anxiety. It's like, oh, so it's like that's what people would think. But I'm like, yeah, tired up till 4 a.m. And they're like, oh, your anxiety again. I'm like, not this time. Get this. My room's haunted now. <laughs> yeah. Also anxiety. We're not worried about anxiety anymore. Yeah. Also anxiety, but also I live with a ghost now, so there's that. But no, I think living with, I mean, and you never know if your ghost is going to be cool. So, like, yeah, it could be haunted, but maybe they're miserable someplace, and maybe they move into your place, and they're like, oh, shit, I love it here. You have such a great setup. Like, Well, to, to continue on sort of what you were saying, so once the, uh, uh, they were absolutely certain that it was haunted because the dogs would not start barking at it. They had to keep the dogs out of the room. 120% of the time, or they'd just be at it barking. And when they got rid of it, obviously they donated it, said it was haunted, all that fun stuff. They said, like, any sort of activity at their home completely ceased the day it was out the door. So um, two, like, locals to the store, as you know, the Goodwills we go to, we kind of see the same people. Those people are in the know. When something haunted comes in, they're like, that's it. Let's just check it out. Yeah. So uh, there was two guys who, who got it, and um, they didn't say if they believed in ghosts or not, but they're like, we're going to take it home, check it out, and update you. And then they weren't heard from again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's, like, that's the intro to like the, the horror movie. Like The first five minutes to like introduce the threat of the chest murdering people is like, it's in there, and there's a note, and they're like, we're going to take a chance on it. We'll update you. And then it cuts to, like, three weeks later, and the chest is back in there. And they're like, hey, did you hear from the guys who bought this? And they're like, no, it just came back in one day. <laughs> the, the, the haunted high boy gets dun, another, dun, dun. kills another, kills again. That's the name of the movie, The Haunted High Boy. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know if those people are dead or anything like that. But, yeah, they were all about buying it and all about bringing it home and trying it out. And then they just never came back. So they're probably A-OK and fine. And maybe, arguably, since they didn't come back, maybe happier than ever. But no, probably, they weren't heard from again. They're probably dead. Yeah, they are probably dead. So that was in Salisbury, North Carolina, the case of the haunted high boy. So that was the first haunted thrift tale of the year. So before we get out of here, I'm going to do some quick shout-outs. First to our boys, Commonwealth Press, CW Press, Dot com. Right now, if you order 50 t-shirts, you get 12 t-shirts for free. Promo code THRIFTY, so you could buy 50 t-shirts, 12 for free. Promo code THRIFTY at cwpress.com. Also, shout out Steve Bear's bluffs.bandcamp.com. Doing our theme normally and a special spooky theme for us while yes. we're going through uh, Spooktober. Yeah, they uh, are responsible for the theme for Spooktober as well. 
And um, so next month, the old theme will return. But right now, we're in spooky vision. So thank you again, Steve, bluffs.bandcamp.com. Quick shout out to the number one short king, Prin, who helped produce this episode. So how excited are you for this month, Josh? Are you going to go on any hayrides, any uh, haunted house tours? What's your whole vibe? Uh, I am. I know uh, there had been a general group chat. There was a very large Facebook group put together yeah yeah yeah. of some local like i would say we're like b plus celebrities in the worlds that Uh, we exist in uh, and uh maybe some a's but like i mean i think you and i are c so we average out to b plus for a whole group i mean yeah i'm known in my own friend group that's about (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's why i think that you and i are the c's of the group and everybody else (laughs) is like the curve and is bringing us up you know just ever so slightly but there had That's been talk of, of going to some spooky times at yeah. the local haunted attraction. Well, last year I went to local theme park Kennywood, and I went to Haunted Fright Nights, and it fucking ruled. I wasn't expecting it to rule. It was definitely more money than I hoped it would be. But there was a, a good-ass one in the back of the park, like hidden, where it was just a bunch of fences, fences lined up. like Kate, You were like caged in. And um, it was very claustrophobic. That's the whole bit. And so when you would walk through the maze of cages, um, they were there would be like giant parachute-sized garbage bags that would like blow out. And so you would be like in between two giant pillows and kind of have to like squeeze your way like through, shuffle through. And there was no. And I have bad eyesight as it is. There's like no possible way that I could see whatsoever. The only reason why why I knew which way to go is because like I was getting spooked from behind. So like how wherever direction like they were sort of you, like you, that's how cattle works. Yeah, <laughs> run in the direction. The old spook from behind trick. There's a shepherd behind you <laughs> in a <laughs> goblin mask. Yeah, <laughs> That's the way I went. It's in the, that mask. Yeah, when I went to back to my left, I ran to the right. In the in the orc mask, there was just a bunch of those cats. In yeah, there. see, I, and you can't do that. You can't take your own mask and like tuck it in your cargo shorts and then be like, "Bah, I work here too." <laughs> they I live them. here. This is my home. They hate that. Get roached.